0: The Electric Vehicle Podcast, hosted by Theo Gibson. This podcast could not be brought to you without the help of our generous sponsors. Thanks to our gold sponsor, OEM Audio, leading supplier of charging, cables and accessories in New Zealand. Hello and welcome to the Electric Vehicle Podcast. My name is Theo Gibson i am coming to you live from well kind of live delayed live we'll say delayed live, delayed live from uh auckland city where we are back in level three lockdown uh it's a bit of a pain so uh but you know pretty pretty kind of uh reasonable really uh, we've had a small community outbreak of covid in auckland so we've just uh playing it safe really and i'm um, hoping we can kick it pretty soon Uh, That means I am back in my uh, little sleep-out studio uh, recording this podcast for you today. Um, But, you know, I kind of like it, so I don't mind, really. Yeah, well, I've been in lockdown, I have had uh, great fun with my son building Lego Technic electric rc cars um uh quite advanced for a five-year-old but uh, his dad's been really enjoying it and um uh today's guest is um uh doing something similar on a much bigger scale uh i'm very lucky to uh, get on the line today hayden Paddon. now hayden Paddon is uh, quite a, a well-known um uh, rally driver and he's uh, he's, he's won the uh, world championship uh uh, before and uh, he's done some really really cool uh, cool stuff and he's he's great to watch I was just looking at uh, some of his uh, uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube highlights uh, of some of his driving and um, it's all pretty exciting stuff Hayden's back in the South Island in New Zealand and he has set up a race uh, team down there and they're doing a really exciting project which is building the world's first electric rally car Uh, based on the Kona Um, it's uh, sounds like it's going to be a really exciting project so um, let's uh, let's get him on the line okay and now on the line I have from beautiful Otago uh, Hayden Patton welcome Hayden how you going
1: Yeah, good. Thanks so much. Yeah, cool.
0: So um, for people who don't know who you are, um, maybe you could kind of tell us a little bit um, about yourself, uh, what you do and, and, and how you kind of got into it.
1: Yeah, I guess you could essentially say I like to drive cars fast um, <laughs> so been have been involved in motorsport and more particularly rallying um, pretty much all my life to be fair um, wow. started from six years old in go-karts um, nice. brought up around it in the family my, my father was a driver and it's just uh, been a way of life for me, if you like, and then um, always had a dream to try and be world champion, um, mm. so we went through all, all the levels and the phases here in New Zealand and, and we made it international and, and got into the factory teams over in, in the World Rally Championship, and um, yeah, it was quite some journey really, over 20 years basically, um, wow. but now we're obviously back in New Zealand since last year, and um, I guess uh, the fire still burning pretty bright inside to, to want to go back and still drive and still win but go back and do it with a New Zealand team so we're just nice. uh, in the first phase now of uh, putting together our own infrastructure and our, and our own team and our own projects and um, essentially build you know a little bit like the Team New Zealand of yachting we want to do the same in motorsport and in 10 years time to so we'll be winning world championships with the Kiwi team
0: nice that's fantastic i mean um uh i think it's, it is that classic thing isn't it people kind of start start with uh go-karting I, I know a couple of people who who do 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 um uh you know competitive uh motorsport and uh you know they all start with the with the go-karting and work their way up and once it's kind of got in there you just you just it's hard to give it up isn't it uh oh, definitely
1: definitely the most natural way to start you know it's the former motorsport where you can start very young, uh, particularly at that age, you know, it's very much a family thing. You know, you go out with your your father or your yeah. or your rest of your family with the go kart in the back of the car, and you just have a fun day out and. It's just a great way to learn car control and learn the basics of driving. And then, of course, the older you get, then you start getting into faster and faster go karts. <laughs> yeah. And and then of course, um, New Zealand's quite a unique place in the world that you can get a motorsport license when you're 12 years old here. Uh, which really, is I the didn't know that. In the world. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it gives you an opportunity to get into a car and uh, closed events, of course, like yeah. paddocks, things like that. But <laughs> at an early age, uh, which which is a good sort of head start.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. When you're forming a team and you're coming back to New Zealand, what were you looking for? like uh, you know was it a location thing? Did you want to be home? you know where where what what was your kind of guidelines for setting up your team?
1: Uh, well, there was a whole lot, obviously, I wanted to come back home to New Zealand. I'd been living overseas for probably eight years almost on wow. and off and yeah. um You just just miss the simple things in life, like when you're over there, like obviously love what I was doing and and driving for a WRC team, but that was essentially it, you know, there was no family, there was no friends, it was a different culture, Uh, we were living in Germany a lot of the time, Wow. Um, and and so over time, you know, the novelty, I guess, sort of wore off, and particularly with the politics that was involved in the sport, it it took some of the gloss away, so um, coming back to New Zealand was always a priority of mine, and come back and... Start a bit more of a somewhat more normal life, if you like. And then uh, <laughs> my family we're, were in Wanaka there for the last five six years, and uh, so I was coming here for the Christmases and just fell in love with Central Otago, uh, particularly what they got here with the um, with the racetrack at Highlands Motorsport Park, which is where we're based. Yeah, having that that on our back doorstep's a very unique uh, opportunity. And then yeah, we've uh, we've sort of always had the basis of our own team in New Zealand now for over fourteen years. we've wow. always just run our own cars and things here in New Zealand, but taken to the next level of a permanent staff in permanent location, um, that
0: only got put in place uh, last year. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, so, so tell, tell me this. So when, when, you, when you have the backing, like, from a car company and you're setting up a team, like, uh, you've, you've done a lot with uh, Hyundai and, and you, you, I see you've driven some, some Mitsubishi cars. And how does that work? Do they kind of go, okay, here's your rally car, do what you will with it? Or do you just kind of go, this is what I want? How, how does it work when you're kind of putting a car together? of uh, the
1: that, I, you know, it's a massive trust things so that we've built a pretty good relationship with Hyundai New Zealand over the last seven years and and you know, I'm hundred percent loyal to the brand and then and, and they trust me and, and I trust them and that's a push so, you know, we represent Hyundai New Zealand with their motorsport projects in New Zealand. Um and, you know, our job is to go out there and represent the brand to a high level and that involves making sure we have reliable cars, making sure that we're winning um, you know, as a brand, Hyundai want to be at the forefront and yeah. um and showcasing them as a as a premium brand, which is, you know, what they're moving towards now. You know, they've got a very good product, and um, it's not what it used to be, say, 10, 15 years ago.
0: Yeah. And yeah. using
1: motorsport as a marketing uh, avenue to showcase that, and you know, that's our job is to showcase the, the excellence of the product and. As I say, we just built a really, really good relationship now with them over several years and, um, you know, we just continue to build it into the future as well.
0: Yeah, great. And and do they do they take a lot of, I mean, is there a lot of give and take there? I mean, you, are you kind of going, okay, you could improve on this, guys, or do they kind of come to you and tell you what they you could improve on in terms of build or how, how does that work? Oh,
1: in terms of the, the car build and development, that that on, on us as a team, you know, yeah, that's our yeah. expertise between um, us and our engineers and the technicians that we have here, um, you know, it's just about trusting the job that each and every individual does and we've got, as I say, some very good people here, so um, yeah, the can New Zealand, they trust in what we're doing, yeah. um, as long as we keep delivering results, then I think that will continue, yeah. um, of course, like any business or corporate or anything, you know, if you don't deliver, then you have to be answerable, so uh, we are just got to make sure we keep delivering.
0: Totally, totally, and, and what else do you, uh, so so let, let's talk about the big project that you're doing, uh, maybe you could uh, shed some light on that, what are you building at the moment?
1: Yeah, so our, our core project here is um, an EV rally car based on Hyundai Kona, 100% EV, and uh, one, of the, one of the first in the world, um, obviously EV uh, exists in several forms of motorsport, but to date not in rallying, um, no. you know, rallying probably provides the most logistical challenges to EV technology at present and that's simply just due to the the ranges, you know, like a rally takes place over a whole day and you're out in the wops and the mountains and the hills and yeah. you come back to the service once a day. Um, so you, You've only got one opportunity a day to charge or change a battery or whatever it may be you know mm-hmm. not like at a racetrack where you go round and around in circles for ten, fifteen 15 minutes come back to the pits and start for a couple of hours and then do do the same again yeah so,
0: very different to Formula E that's for sure different. yeah
1: yeah, definitely definitely so uh, it's, uh, it provides some much bigger challenges but it's also unique that it actually provides uh, real world challenges you know it's the same challenges that the day-to-day user of an EV car has to face you know driving around whether it be from the to Blenheim or whatever it may be um, yeah so it's quite um you know quite uh, similar in, in terms of the challenges we face, and then of course you know we're, we're looking towards the future, so yeah. you know when the idea was first put to me of building an e v rally car three years ago um, and initially I sort of laughed at the idea um, <laughs> three years ago you know the technology was still relatively new in the industry, yeah um, battery packs so were still oh, quite yeah.
0: small yeah.
1: Yes exactly, and uh, you know just to be fair, you know, I grew up as a petrolhead, you know that's as a kid, um, yeah, yeah so but then once once I started looking into it more and then getting more involved, then it very quickly become um become very clear that that's the direction we needed to be heading for, towards, particularly as a company and and for our goals that we want to look five 10 years in the track. Yeah. what's the sport gonna look like in the future, and it is gonna involve a lot of e v yeah um so. I think that opened a window of opportunity for us to get on the train early, um, try and be one of the first to develop and make this successful in this environment. And then um, from there, um, hopefully we can sort of be, I guess, on, on the map internationally in terms of what our team and what our people are capable of doing
0: yeah totally totally I mean it's really exciting and, and lots of ways to be at the forefront of it i mean there's there's lots of um things you can do you know really interesting things you can do i mean uh, uh, so what could you tell me like on an average how many k's would you cover in a in a day on a on a on a on a on a rally stage
1: uh so normal rallies obviously vary from rally to rally um New Zealand's quite unique compared to Europe that the rallies are more compact um so a, a day of a rally here couldn't include uh up to 150, 160 kilometres of stages, um, but yeah. then on top of that, then you have another uh, 100 to 120 kilometres of normal road sections, which is when you travel on the open roads with normal road rules to get yeah. between each each stage. So you're talking up to anywhere between uh, 200 to 300 kilometres a day. Um, wow. The biggest aspect to that is just how much of that's spent at full acceleration, full power. Obviously, that yes. you know creates this massive usage of energy. And that's where the pressure on the battery pack and cooling and, and all that sort of thing comes in. So, um, but it's certainly possible, particularly when you throw into that you can have uh, one or two services a day where you can have assistance from your team. Yeah. Um, and and in those services we can look at um, we're we're doing in the lines of battery changes at the moment, so yes. changing or battery, yeah, um, yep. or or charging if, if those facilities are available
0: yeah because i mean there are there are kind of you know the facilities for a fast charge, a very fast charge these days but again there's a lot of uh, there's there's a there's a lot needed for cooling and, and 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 managing all that heat build up from that um yeah wow that's really really cool so i mean uh, i mean it's a great car to start with i mean uh, the, the you know the kona is very popular very very popular car have you have you taken it for a bit of a blast on the track uh, already
1: uh, well no, we're still in the build phase yeah. uh, of course i've had I've had the standard e v Kona road car out for a few uh, few laps before, yeah. so uh you know they're a lot of fun to drive uh, yeah. this car we're about three weeks off now the first driving, and I think we're revealing it in in the next couple of months but um it's going to be fast, and you know that was actually one of my main appeals to the whole concept of e v once I say as I did some research into it is. You know, I love driving and I love cars, uh, but most of all, I love speed. And I, yeah. I just always want to go as fast as you can. And, yeah. and it's very clear on paper that an EV car is faster. You know, yes. The technology that's behind it, um, what it's actually capable of doing with all the parameters and all the tuning, uh, obviously, the instant torque. Um, just so many things that you just can't even do with a combustion car. And obviously, combustion cars are good, but mm. they're sort of at that top end of development now. You know, you start getting to that point where there's not too many more things you can do. Uh, EV is just opening up a whole new kettle of fish, and and we're already at the start of it, um, and that's the most exciting part.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, and 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 what's exciting is, I mean, you know, because you are working with Hyundai, and 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 and, and uh, you can you can go in there probably and just toot around with the controller and just get you get get the car just humming just how you like it, which is probably quite a nice uh, nice thing to do.
1: You know, yeah, and particularly in rallying, you know, you're on a loose surface, you're on gravel. There's yeah. so many variables in rallying between you know the amount of grip, uh, uphill, downhill, twisty, fast, uh, snowing, rain, sunshine. So, having been able to tune a lot of that into what the cars equal are doing in different circumstances is yeah. simply a massive uh, advantage
0: yeah totally i mean the only car i know of that that's done kind of well it's not really a rally but you know the only car i know that's kind of done some off-road off-road kind of racing was the mitsubishi outlander phev i know they did a bit of kind of cross cross kind of uh, I, don't, I don't even know if it was a rally but it was a, it was a long distance race over rough terrain you know uh in one of those uh but that's not full ev so you are the first fully ev rally car which is pretty cool
1: yeah, definitely. And, um, there's obviously a couple of little small easy rally cars uh, that are trial in, in Europe at the moment, but you know our car is a a full-on car um, yeah. as a full spec. Uh, you know, we're hoping this car will take on the top combustion cars and and try and win rallies outright uh, in the future. So um, you know, we're not playing around. You know, we're doing this. All in, if you like. Mm. Um, doing a really good job of it. You know the amount of design, and you know this has been eighteen months uh, in the, uh, to this point. So it's been a big, big commitment by our team.
0: Ah oh, yeah. Now I I uh, I heard you're you're a fan of the uh, the Mini and the Ford Escort Mark Two. Uh, have you ever tried? You have you ever uh, tried driving a conversion of one of those? Because they are ridiculously fast.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, well, I've got definitely got a soft spot for Mini. Um, so. It's almost a little sicker perception of mine, if you like, but yeah, I have seen they have been doing a few EV conversions of them, and um, I haven't tried one yet, though. So uh, yeah, yeah, I money being so small and so light, <laughs> I, I suspect it could go quite well. Yeah, yeah,
0: I've uh, I've I've seen a few over the years, and um and 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 uh, you know how I first got into EV conversions was um uh, there was a guy in this in the US who, who converted a, a um uh a Ford, no he did a, he did a Datsun and then he and then he moved up to doing a Ford Escort and um and because you know they're so light right they were just ridiculously fast <laughs> just ridiculously yeah. fast um, and the that,
1: problem is with, with all those old classic cars as well they don't really have the chassis rigid- rigidness to them um, <laughs> to sustain such power or torque so no. she probably starts getting a bit heat raising too yeah
0: yeah yeah it's definitely set of your pants action going on there Yeah, yep. yeah. definitely
1: that, I can imagine <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really cool. So, so is, is is the hope that you know you build this rally car and attract you know uh, international companies to New Zealand to do an an EV rally? Is that kind of where we're going with this?
1: Uh, well, no, we're actually trying to be a little bit unique on this in the fact that we we want to develop this car to be able to compete in um, rallies against combustion cars. Um, so it's not a car to go in a standalone competition. We want to, you know, I guess going forward, it's... I think it's important from a marketing perspective, uh, particularly around EVs and where the the automotive industry is going, is to actually showcase what they can do up against a combustion car in the same environment under the same conditions and and start showing people the real benefits and and that they are cool and Mm. that they are spectacular and and they are going to be fun for people to to be part of. So um, Mm.
0: there's
1: obviously a lot of work to go on to make that happen. Um, But, you know, we're working with quite a few people and governing bodies to try and make that possible. Um, there's obviously an, an aspect of that of, of having rules and regulations in place to be able totally. to, um, I guess, keep the competition fair. You know, it's always big in any sport. You always want um, fair competition. So, yeah. um, you know, there's a, a big aspect of that as well. But yeah, we want to compete against combustion cars and and um, showcase the uh, new technology firsthand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I would I, I'd kind of think you know five years ago I could I could imagine there would have been quite a lot of resistance to doing something like that but now i think you know with formula e and 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 so many evs coming to market i think i think you know i think people would be keen for that
1: a uh, bit yeah i think it's important for the the future of the sport um motorsport yeah. in general you know yeah. the automotive industry is changing so quickly and motorsport needs to be at the forefront of that well particularly at that, that high-end level you know the mm. manufacturers who are investing in the sport and and, and ultimately, at the end of the day, if the technology and the cars are not relevant to what they're selling, then yeah. you know, it's very easy to put in the turner and go, well, what's the point of investing the money? Um, so, you know, we do have to be mindful of that. And the EV does open up more commercial and marketing opportunities going forward. Um, and that's what the sport needs. You know, it's a sport that's not cheap. We all know that. Yeah. And, we need we we need manufacturer involvement so therefore you know as a sport and as teams and as drivers you know we need to be, be adaptable and, and understand that.
0: yeah totally totally i mean uh, so are you are you going to be working with the the original battery pack size of the kona or are you going to actually be making a bigger pack because i imagine you're still going to have to have quite a big ev pack in there
1: Uh, Yes, unfortunately um, with where OEM stuff is at the moment it just won't work to the levels that we need it to. No. Um, So we've worked with a a technical partner in Europe uh, for the battery and motor design. Yeah. So it is a a very bespoke battery design, uh, very similar to what's in the Formula E cars actually, Um, and with all the safety systems and everything built inside and and fire systems. Yeah. So it's very, very high-tech. Of very, very expensive. Yes. Uh, which, uh, makes it a bit of a challenge, but yeah. like anything new when, when technology's new, um, I compare it to like a, an Apple iPhone, you, know, you yeah. know, a couple of grand when they come out, and then two or three years later, they're $500. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. you no know, different with, uh, with the technology we're talking about. But um, yeah, it's a very, um, the whole car has been designed from the ground up. Um, and, you know, we've designed it, taken in the philosophy of many different cars around the world WIC cars, um, R5, AT4. Mm. And sort of cherry pick the best bits of what we like in different cars, and yep. um, hopefully come up with a bit of a, an ultimate machine, if you like. Wow,
0: that's exciting! That's very exciting. So, and and I guess your your team will have quite a lot of visibility in terms of its performance as well. Probably a little little, little more so than you would in a petrol car, would you say?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, it's, yeah, there's obviously a lot of unknowns, so we've got to wait until we start testing it and mm. seeing what, what things are capable of doing. But um, you know, early signs and as I say, everything that on, on the computers and, and all the design and everything that's been simulated so far, everything's looking very positive. So, yeah. um yeah, we just look forward to getting on the track and Turn in the wheel with it.
0: Yeah, nice. Very nice. Um uh now has the has has the uh dreaded COVID slowed you down a bit this year or have you managed to uh keep on keep on going?
1: Oh no it's definitely been pretty tough for us. Yeah. Um obviously the first one we, we lost a good month of and then yeah. even this this latest one, um, you know, we have suppliers and things uh, in Auckland and around the country so it's definitely uh it's obviously the way things are you have to yeah. accept it. Um yeah it makes it challenging like it does for any small or medium business in the country Um, so yeah it was just a matter of trying to stick at it and and work our way through and find solutions
0: yeah absolutely so you said uh, about three weeks and and then you're going to be unveiling so is that going to be happening in the South
1: Island? Uh, well, so no, for first uh, next three weeks be the first driving of it, which right. we sort of kept yeah. in a bit private in the meantime, um, and then yeah. we'll put a big launch of the car uh, with the hundred percent finished product um, in late October.
0: Nice, that's actually very soon.
1: <laughs> no pressure. Yes, I no don't, pressure. I, I, I don't need reminded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Causing a few headaches, but anyway, we'll
0: get there. Hey, we like going? Yeah, awesome. So, hey, if if people want to know more about your, your your team and what you guys
1: do, where can they go? Uh, we've got obviously a bit of uh, presence on social media. Yeah, um, under my own name, or we've got our website, paddenrallysport.co.nz. So, there's a, a bit of information on there about the car build as well.
0: <laughs> can I ask how many cars you actually own?
1: Uh, not many. I only oh, got really? Too many, actually. Really? So physically, so yeah. So, um. Yeah, no, I don't really have a lot of cast to my name, <laughs> which, is, which is maybe a good thing too. So. Oh, and what year minis have you got? Uh, i got a little pickup ute, which nice. is uh, an 82. Um, nice. So that came out of the UK, so that's, that's sort of my pride and joy, that little thing. Wow. And i uh, got a, a later model 96 Cooper, uh, which is a little bit of a cheater, if you like, fuel and <laughs> jet, then air conditioning and and bits and pieces so it's like a flash version of the old Mini
0: yeah yeah you need a few luxuries every now and then you, you can't <laughs> just every now wow
1: exactly <laughs> yeah uh, hey, all good fun
0: yeah yeah totally hey well that sounds really cool Hayden and please I would love to uh, you, know, you know when you've unveiled it and taken for your car for a bit of a bat I would love to talk some more about how you're finding it
1: yeah, it'd be great to keep you updated, and um, especially my first impressions after I've driven it, it's, yeah. um, I'm probably as interested as anyone else to see what it's going to go like.
0: Yeah, because I get, I get the vibe, you're not quite converted yet, so, you know, I, I think, give it a bit of time, and I think I think you'll love it.
1: Oh, no, I'm pretty converted, <laughs> simply for the, the amount of money that's been costing to build this car, I'm, I'm definitely converted. <laughs> Uh, so good. Looking
0: forward to it. Awesome, great. Hey, well, um, thanks for jumping on the line, and uh, and 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 good luck with your build.
1: Great. Hey, thanks. For your, thank Cheers, mate.
0: Okay, bye. Okay, so that was Hayden Patton. I'll put the links up to his website on the uh, show notes, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited about a, an electric rally car. That's a really cool thing, and um, the, the fact that they're going to be competing against. Uh, uh internal combustion vehicles it'll be really interesting to see how it performs i mean uh you know rally driving can be pretty extreme so um it'll it'll be really interesting to see how uh things go i'll be watching that uh, for sure so hopefully we can get hayden back on the show uh later on when things are a bit more um uh pro- progressed along the uh on, along the line uh but um Yeah, great stuff. So uh, that about wraps up the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Sorry for the delays in getting these shows out, but COVID really has uh, keeps knocking things around. So uh, I will continue to put out shows as often as I can. They may not be as regular, but um, uh, I will do the best I can. Uh, So if you enjoyed the show, please um, do show your appreciation by... uh, doing a review really so if you go to uh apple apple music or wherever you get your podcasting content um please put your put a little review up there say hey it's really great or whatever you want to say i don't know um and uh that always gives me a little uh, motivational boost to keep going so um yes uh any review and feedback is always welcome you can reach me at theo.gibson at evpodcast.com we're on the facebook's we're on socials we're on all the socials really instagram twitter you name it we're there and uh if you do want to um financially um, help me out uh, i would really appreciate it you can do that by heading over to patreon.com And uh, by uh, flicking us a couple of bucks each week, you get these podcasts early. Um, I am hoping to do more video content. Well, I was earlier this year, but uh, I haven't been out much. So um, when uh, things are back on track, I will be trying to do more video content for those Patreon supporters. Okay. uh, in the meantime, stay safe, have a great week, and hopefully I'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye. The EV Podcast is proudly brought to you with help from OEM Audio, New Zealand's leading supplier of safe and reliable AC chargers and charging cables. For more information, go to www.evpower.co.nz. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, check us out on evpodcast.com or subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasting content. Thanks for listening.